everybody. Welcome back. This is Inside Fitness Radio presents Total Fitness Podcast. My name is Matthew. I'm Walter. And today we're going to be talking about fear, not letting fear control you, not allowing fear to hold you back from doing certain things in life. Uh, and this is probably a great topic because I, as you guys can see, I've uh, decorated my background a little bit here. Uh, for those who don't know, this is the Great Wave off the Kanagawa. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that properly. And uh, this painting was done to represent basically the uh, irresistible force of nature and how fragile humans can be. Uh, mm. Now, that's a great topic, I guess we can start with. Does being fragile human beings mean we should stop living life to our fullest? I just, I set that up for yeah, you really well. Yeah, it's such a setup. I, I don't know. Um, no, of course not. Uh, Fragility is an important thing, but it is a guideline to work against. And what is fragility? I mean, everything breaks under the right amount of pressure. So everything has a certain amount of fragility. We are what we are, but we also get stronger because we oppose the forces that come against us. Um, so I, I think that, no, uh, our fragility is our strength. Yeah. That which allows us to push forward. And since you talked about the poster, I've got to talk about the new Dune movie because I just love the new Dune movie as compared to the other Dune movie. Sorry, Sting, but, um, you know, uh, and Patrick Stewart. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just have to keep thinking about Fear is the Great Destroyer. There's that amazing scene where he sticks his hand into the box and it starts to feel like it's on fire. But if you move, you will be killed. So you have to just stay there and endure it. And we have to learn to endure the discomforts of life in order to move forward. Yeah. So there you are, all in a nutshell. All in a nutshell. So let's relate this now to fitness. This is Inside Fitness Radio. This is Total Fitness Podcast. Let's relate to fitness. When it comes to fear in fitness, you might think, well, I'm not scared to lose weight. I want to lose weight, or I'm not scared to gain muscle. I want to gain muscle. Um, there is usually something deep down that is holding you back a little bit. There is some sort of fear. There is some sort of past trauma that maybe is coming up when you, if you're the type of person that is, you constantly fail or you constantly are on that hamster wheel. You're stuck in that hamster wheel of I gained 10 pounds. I lost 10 pounds. Um, I lost 10 pounds. I gained 10 pounds, like that kind of uh, progression with your fitness. There is probably something holding you back. And it's crazy to say, because we've said this tons of times to our clients in the past. Uh, we're still saying it to this day to our current clients. And we do always talk about this as Fear is one self. Exactly. I mean, you have to, you have to understand that fear is holding you back and we all have a fear and that fear can look like, as Walter said, that fear can look like being uncomfortable. That fear could also look like, again, oh, I'm scared of spiders. But when it comes down to it with fitness, your fear is most likely relating because you are scared of the unknown. You know that you are going to have to push yourself a little bit harder than what you're used to or what you're comfortable with. You're maybe a little scared uh, and fearful of the fact that all these changes might come. You don't know, you know, this is new territory and it's crazy to think that. And so maybe we should change the wording from fear to uncomfortable, but it, it's one in the same, honestly. I think, I think fear works well too, because there's also the, the psychological aspect. And if I change, if I, if I drop the weight, if I gain the weight, who will I become? I'm afraid of what will happen. What will my friends think? What will my family say? All those things come at you with a, a you know, change makes you different. And you have to choose whether or not you want to be different. 
It's a great what change may happen. And I'll use an example. Um, think about it this way. You are the type of person that's been stuck in the hamster wheel for five, 10 years, maybe, you know, you gained weight, you lost weight, you know, you've had really good times and you've had really bad times. Um, then you finally sit down one day and you, you just say to yourself, why can't I do this? What is holding me back? And you realize if you are able to dig up enough shit from your past, excuse my language, if you're able to dig up enough dirt from your past, you're going to realize there was something in your past that is holding you back. And that mindset needs to shift in that Again, you can say to trigger a trauma, whatever it is, you need to, you need to deal with it. And that's scary because you don't want to deal with it. If you had something happen to you when you were a kid or when you were a teenager, that was really touchy subject that you've just pushed down. I was like that. I mean, I had to get over body dysmorphia when I was uh, through my teen years into my early twenties, because I just didn't, I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want to deal with anything because it's hard, especially as men. I mean, we are told when we're young, be a man, we're told, you know, nobody cares about our problems. Don't show emotion. Don't talk about how you're feeling. You're fine. And that for men here, if you, that's one of your issues, you know, if your issue is you, you have a hard time dealing with trying to figure out what's going on for your past and you just don't want to deal with it. This is something to look into and it's going to be tough. And that's the other thing you're, you're scared of digging up the past, but that's only one part of it. And you now have to then deal with that. And that's the second part. And then the third part is actually building off of that. And then the fourth part is making sure you don't revert back to that part one, because even to this day and mental health is talked about a lot more now, but it's still not talked about enough. You do not ever get over what you had in your past. And that is going to cause that fear to keep progressing and progressing. And there will always, always be new fears. There will always be new issues that come up and you have to be able to deal with them every single day. And it's going to be struggle and you don't want to deal with that struggle. So it's easier to push it aside, but you need to. And that's the only way that you're going to progress through all of this. I think you're right to a certain extent. But I, I mean, I, I do take some exception to the fact that it's never going to go away. I think you, you gradually build on it and, and manifest to allow it to pass. The forgiveness of those who traumatized us and all that sort of thing. I don't want to go into all that right now. Um, can't allow for that to be of course. removed. But I mean, yeah. I, I've seen time and time again, you know, um, I was raised with clean up your plate. There's kids who are starving, you know, name whatever country or, you know, do what you're told. Uh, you know, why do you want to lose weight? What, your vein or something? Yeah. Real men don't want to lose weight. Why would they want to lose weight? Actually, being overweight a little bit is a sign that you have some kind of material uh responsibility you know you yeah. can actually afford to eat really well yeah i mean welcome to 1893 but <laughs> you know that sort of thought process is still there uh, yep. trying to lose weight when you go and you see your family on a weekly basis and your mom says but i made your favorite thing aren't you going to finish it you know so that you're you're made to think like you're taking love away from someone so now they're afraid that you don't love them and you're afraid that they're going to think that you don't love them. And so you eat more or um, the females, some females that I've dealt with in my life who have faced sexual trauma and built up a layer of body to protect them, lost weight. And then as soon as men started to approach them again, gained it back because that fear of that original trauma was brought on. Yeah. 
how do you deal with that? You know, and, and it goes against what I said earlier about letting it go because how I have no idea how you do that. Right? I can't speak to it not being a female. Again, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's something we, we're just bringing up the topic. We are not here to solve your issues. We're not doctors yeah. in, this, uh, in the psychology sense. Um, but it's a great point to bring up, which is food. And we, we've even talked about this. And I, I mean, to an extent, I agree with you have a relationship with food. It's just 90% of people have a really bad relationship without even knowing it. And you get all these people coming on and they're like, well, I did this diet and I ended up with a really bad relationship with food. And it's like, you didn't have a good one to begin with. Just because, just because this diet caused you to realize that it's a bad relationship doesn't mean that's what caused it. It didn't mean losing weight was the reason why you have a bad relationship now. It's just, you didn't have it to begin with. And that's part of the issue is your fear. You know, you're scared that if you say no to your mom's cooking, I mean, when I first started wanting to gain weight and then I was dieting for shows, my parents were like, my mom and dad were thankfully very understanding, but it still took a little bit of time for my mom to be like, well, you, you, you don't want cake, but I made it for your birthday. <laughs> it's like, I, I had a slice, which I was allowed and that's it. And it's like, you know, cause before I was just shoveling it down my mouth, but that's it. It's, you know, it takes a little bit of time for people to realize like, okay, I can still give love just in other ways. And for a lot of cultures, unfortunately, like food is love. Food is the social aspect Absolutely. of Absolutely. I, Canada is very similar in that sense. I mean, in the middle of winter, what is the only thing that we can actually do if we go out and see each other in person is probably go eat. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Um, Sorry, guys. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it comes down to. So you're very, you're fearful of the fact that you have to disappoint people. But then you're also ashamed or you're fearful of the fact that you're not going to reach your goal. And it's just this huge loop of you're, you're hitting two yeah. rocks together and trying to make something happen. It's yeah. very difficult to have to do. What it so, takes. Uh, yeah. What right. it takes to lose weight, what it takes to gain muscle, whatever it is, whatever it, whatever it takes to get to your fitness goal, even that if that goal is five pounds or just even drinking more water, you still have to realize why you're not doing it right now. And that means opening up the past, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, uh, to be the human being of fragility. We are fragile people. I mean, that's, that's what that represents. It's just, you have to understand it's not going to be easy and it's going to be scary as hell and you have to deal well, with it. I, I mean, it's a great poster, but all you have to do is look at the news and what happened in the States this weekend and the flooding that's happening in your part of the country. They yeah. are fragile. You know, when it comes to the forces of nature, like that wave, we are absolutely fragile. And it's not just those forces of nature. It's other things in our lives that, that prove to us that, uh, you know, we can be taken. We're going through a huge thing about a microbe that can kill. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's only been going on we for two fragile. years. Absolutely. And then you add the psychological factor. Um, how many people now are afraid to go out New Year's Eve? I mean, you could even what go, how many people are afraid to go to the grocery store, right? Yeah. Fear is the one thing that if you let it control you, you are not going to get to where you want to be in life. You're not going to allow yourself to live a good life, in my opinion. Great. So Terry is a really good friend or was a very good friend of uh, Greg Plitt when he was alive. Yeah. And, you know, Greg, rest in peace. He was honestly Absolutely. one of my idols when I was growing up. And um, 
there was one speech that Greg did where he was saying, fear is self-made. If you let it control you, it will destroy you, but you can take fear and you can destroy that fear. Because once you realize that it was basically made up in your head, and I'm not saying again, jumping off a bridge and scared that you're going to break your legs at the bottom. That's not really fear. That's just logic. That's realism. Yeah. <laughs> right. Whereas again, when you are dealing with the fear of spiders, yeah, there is, there is hesitation because maybe you don't understand. Okay. Like I'm scared of spiders in a sense. I'm not sure if it will kill me or not. If it bites me, if it's venomous or venomous. Yeah. Venomous. Um, yeah a certain snake snakes I couldn't care about aside from the ones that can kill me. Like that's it. Like spiders and snakes, as long as I know they can't kill me, I'm fine with that. But I, my fear is around all spiders. Cause I don't know. I have not educated myself to learn which ones. And I think, again, this comes from, if you're scared of something, you have to understand where that fear comes from and you have to research why you're scared of it. You have to look into yourself to say, why am mm -hmm. I scared of this? You know, the if one is that afraid of spiders and snakes, then why not really do a study of them and find out what it is that scares you yeah. and, and enjoy finding out that you had nothing to be afraid of in the beginning. Exactly. As it is when you walk into the gym floor for the first time and you see all the people doing stuff and looking so good, like they know what they're doing and everything. And you feel like I have no idea what that is. Um, I vaguely remember that. Um, but doing it anyway, yeah. trying to learn. And any, anything, pick up an instrument for the first time. It's going to sound There's like a fear of failure. What if, what if people see me doing this? What do you lose if you stop? One of the main things that I, again, I don't regret anything, but the one thing that I do, what's the right word for this? When I was growing up, I was ashamed of posting myself online in the sense of like, I'm in the gym, guys, look at me. Because all the guys that I saw on Instagram, especially like in the age of social media, when I was, when it first birthed, I was part of that. And you had all these guys that were working out for 10, 15 years already. They were ripped, they were jacked, and they were the ones that were getting, like social media back then, we talked about this with the body positivity. The, so, the, like, the body positivity back then wasn't like accepted. I got bullied for being skinny. Nowadays, I will go on Instagram and I will see some kid who's like two months into his gym or two months into her gym routine being like, look at my progress, progress guys. And I'm just like, okay, you're still, you know, you're, you're doing stuff. You can obviously see a little bit of change. Maybe it's only like two pounds, three pounds difference. You can see the change. And I'm like, damn, I wish I was like that. And I didn't have the fear of posting myself because I was going to get judged. You still get judged nowadays. Oh, yeah. You still get judged nowadays. But I'm just saying, like, the, the way that certain people are handling themselves now, and that, like, this is just my own anecdotal experience. Like, I was scared to post myself online until I had a six pack, until I actually looked like I was fit because I did not want to be judged. And then what mm -hmm. happened? I got judged no matter what. <laughs> you always will. And then there's nothing, but you have to learn that lesson through the doing of it, right? Exactly. I mean, it's a cruel place to go. My, my fear, honestly, is when, when kids post too soon, yeah. that then they get bored and they quit. And then what was the point? What are you trying to say here? Um, that I think it's too hard. Day, I think at the end of the day, it's just, you know, 
if you're 14, 12 years old to 14 years old, I don't think you should be really posting that much on Instagram or social media. Again, maybe I'm old fashioned. Um, Yeah. Maybe I'm old fashioned in that sense, but I, I mean, you know, social media, TikTok, what do they need? Instagram. Well, this is it, man. I mean, I mean, we're getting completely off topic here, but TikTok is now like a kid's it's a kid's app. It was meant for kids, but you have strippers on there you know, shaking it up and being like, go subscribe to my OnlyFans. Anyways, aside from the point, oh, fear. They're not afraid. <laughs> That's where it all ties in. Those people are not afraid. There of you go. Like kids happen doing whatever. Um, I, it's great that the fear of that is gone, but the fear of, of, of changing oneself, the fear of, of making, making those changes for the better is, is still there. And I think personally, that if you feel the fear, it's probably a good signpost that that's the direction you should be heading. Yeah. You know, if I'm afraid to start running, then I should start running. And then the worst thing that can happen is I find that I really hate running, <laughs> but I know now and I can go, okay, so that's off the list for cardio. Now, what am I going to do? You know, let's spend three weeks on the elliptical and see how I feel about that. Oh, I hate the elliptical too. So, you find the thing that you like, but if you never move forward because you're afraid to try anything, then how do you how do you progress at all? Yeah. So I think fear fear should be welcomed, looked dead in the eye, exactly welcomed, and head towards it. Yeah, it's not going to be easy, like it never is. That's the whole point. It's just going to yeah. be a it's a hard journey. Life is a hard journey. Well, that's that's it. Life is a hard journey anyway. So what the hell? Who cares? I mean, you know, my, you personally know my opinion on how life should be lived. I mean, a brief, uh, explanation to the people listening, enjoy it. (laughs) You are maybe on here. If you're lucky for 85 to 95 years, 20 of those years, you're in high school, middle school and all that. 130. We'll go for 130. Well, 130. (laughs) That's my belief. Uh, You, You know, you get into this point now where it's like, okay, you basically were in school for 20 years. If so many people are just like my twenties is, you know, is the time when they work their thirties is their time for like maybe family life relationship. Forties is like raising the kids. Fifties is like, okay, time to work towards retirement and all that. I'm like, if that's the life you want to live by all means do it, but enjoy it while you're doing it. Don't miss out on the day-to-day things because something is holding you back or the fear is holding you back. If you want to start a business, but you're scared that you are going to fail, then you already have failed. That's it. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I think for me, uh, I lived in fear for the first half of my life thus far. And then something broke. And maybe it was just the aging process that said, you know what, fuck it. Sorry. Um, I'm going to do and, and live my life as I choose. I'm not going to hurt anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. But I'm not going to be afraid to do the things I want to do. Do I feel fear? Absolutely. I have a speaking engagement on Saturday. I'm already getting a little, uh, oh, well, so what? Do it. So how you get better. That's how you get better. Exactly. That's all so, it is. Uh, I mean, you, you should face those things and go ahead with them. Just uh, 100%. Do it. Learn by it. Exactly. There you go, guys. Don't let fear control you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know. Either DM us. You can uh, 
reach me here. You can reach Walter over there. His name's under there. <laughs> if you want to leave us a comment, by all means, please do. Any suggestions or uh, concerns, uh, let us know. And, and uh, I want to know how you feel about the whole it. thing. And, and if you have something you want to talk about, uh, give us the topic and you might just get to listen or be a guest. There you go, guys. Stay safe. Stay breezy. Take care, guys.